Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Bill Roden on Sports Bros Pod. I'll be talking with Bill uh, coming up about the upcoming week three of the NFL season. And of course, we'll focus on how the black quarterbacks are doing. Uh, keep you updated on all that. And of course, Justin Fields gets his first start of the season this week. So that'll be fun. So we'll talk about all that and more coming up. But first, we have a couple words from our sponsors. Bet Online is a sponsor of Bros Pod. We're back and better than ever. All eyes on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one choice for everything football. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. We are also brought to you by Balance 7. So, I don't know if you've heard, but apparently former NBA player Lamar Odom may be returning to professional basketball in Spain soon. Apparently, he's going to try out for Pal Gasol's team. He's been taking a new product he owes all the credit to, Balance 7. Balance 7 is a pH-balancing alkaline supplement drink. It's like vitamins or supplements in liquid form. Just one ounce a day, three times a day, and in a week, you'll see the effects. As you can see, Balance 7 has helped Lamar Odom. And right now, if you get if you get to Balance7.com and use the promo code BELIEVE, you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. The bottle lasts 11 days, which is the perfect amount of time to feel the pH-balancing drink go to work. Again, that's Balance7.com and use the code BELIEVE at checkout. If it worked for him, it can work for you too. So hold tight, and Bill and I will be right back to discuss week three of the NFL. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another version of Bill Roden on Sports. I'm Bill Roden, uh, someplace in New York City uh, on a nice... Uh, September, autumn afternoon, uh, five days. What's today? Uh, the 24th. Today's 24th. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six days after my daughter got got married. Yes. Uh, Congratulations. Last Saturday. Yep. So uh, great event. And now uh, I'm a father of a married daughter, which is mm. different. So you, you, you feel you feel different already. Yeah, I kind of felt different before. Okay. Now I really feel different. You know, uh, it is quite different, uh, but very happy for them. And it was right. a great, uh, a great four-day wedding. Very beautiful. So you, you got you got to tell us a little about the wedding because we I saw pictures. Saw other people saw pictures on uh, Instagram. It looked beautiful. Yeah, Just it was. The... It was out East Hampton. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Thursday they had a re- they had the welcome dinner. It was very nice. All our friends, everybody's 
spoke about it. There were a lot of speeches. Okay. You know, the next day there was a small wedding ceremony in the church. Uh, then of course Saturday uh, was the. Uh, then there was a beach party that night, okay. Okay. which was very nice. Everybody had a great time. And uh, then the wedding ceremony on Saturday. Uh, my role was basically to walk her down the aisle. Uh, it was outdoors on grass. Mm-hmm. I walked her down the grass. Did not trip. That was my big thing. <laughs> didn't trip. Didn't step on her her train. Uh, <laughs> let, me ask, let me ask you. So you walk you walk your daughter down the aisle. That's like a you know all fathers. It's like you know made out to be you know it's like something a big deal. Is that something you always thought of? Like you always kind of look forward to like, oh, you know, I have a daughter and I wonder when that time is going to come where I have to walk her down the aisle. Uh, no, not really. I mean, I don't know if you grow up thinking about that, <laughs> you know, as, as a father, but, uh, you know, uh, but it was very dramatic. You know, you walk your daughter down the aisle and then basically hand her off to, uh, the, you know, I wasn't choked up. I know a lot of times people like just weeping and all that. Right. Uh, yeah, I can't I, see. I, I can't see you being, you know, crying. Yeah, I was just trying to, uh, you know, just do my job and basically not screw it up. Right. And then you hand them over. Then you kind of just duck over to the side. <laughs> and that's it. That's, that's, like, that's a true. That's the true metaphor right there. Yeah, you kind of out the picture, and uh, you know, uh, her uh, husband's family is Nigerian. Uh huh. There was a big Nigerian contingent there. Okay, I got to tie, spend time with her father, uh, and uh, her and and his mother. You know, and uh, you know, he has he's one of five, so he had like two sisters, uh, two other brothers mm. who I'd known and, and had been around. So all in all, I'd say it was nice that Saturday they had a Sunday they had a nice brunch, post wedding brunch. Right. And uh yeah, no, it was uh it was good, you know. Uh yeah, it was, it was great. It was a great event, well planned out. You know, Sharon, my former wife, did an e- excellent job right. of helping to organize it. It was done with loving care, so it was great. So just uh, save your money. So I, <laughs> you, know, you got two, two boys, right? And uh, although they're young, you still got to get through college and right, right, high right. school and, right. and the right. whole thing. You know? Right. Long, yeah. long, long haul. The long haul. Yeah, but it'll be there as they say before you before you know it. Right. Uh, as everybody said, it's true. It you know, it flew by. Time flew. It did. It, it kind of you know. And you have time after all this to reflect on everything. So that was, uh, yeah, but it was great. It was a great event. And uh, I forgot Sunday with the brunch. And I forgot it was football Sunday. Yes. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a good that's a good sign if you, if you forgot about it. Yeah, I, I was immersed right. in, in post-wedding stuff. So, uh, yeah, but good, man. It was a, as they say, a good time was had by all. Right, so right. But like I said, Every all the pictures look beautiful. Congratulations to Raisa. And what what's what's her husband's name? Our husband is Indu. Indu. Indu Okariki. Okay. Uh, so still don't have to figure out the last name yet. I don't know. She's a keeper name, which I like. Raisa Lopez Rosen. 
Yeah. Okariki. Right. You know. My wife and I still haven't figured that out. Is that right? <laughs> so her name is still her name? Her name is still her name is still her name, but but she but my wife officially changed her name, like legally changed her name uh about a year or so ago, but she's but she still uses her name. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of both. Yeah. I'm not that's sure a, what's going that's, on. That's a pretty amazing thing if you think about it. Like think about you if you had to change your name. Yeah, it's it's that's why I don't I don't even get involved. It doesn't because I can't imagine like I can't relate to having yeah. to do that. So I can you know, if you want to change it, change I mean it's it's doing nothing for me. I think one of her her big I mean, what she told me her big reason was that she wanted to have the same last name as her children. Right. So, which is weird too, right? You know, the children take the, I never have to worry about any of that. So. Right. And then, I, you know, as you have two sons, the way the, the tradition goes, the sons will always have your last name. Right. Where if you had daughters, then it gets weird. You have to worry about succession and, you know, which yeah. is, you know, the, the whole, just the whole woman's place in all this, I think, yeah. is, is just, you know, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's it can bizarre. be better. It's, it's bizarre when you think about it. Yeah, when you really think about Me Too and right. sexual abuse. And, right. You know, and even, uh, you know. Someone, it's, it's almost like I, I, was, I was having this discussion with someone. Uh, it, it turned into this discussion about names and, and uh you know, taking the husband's name and whether, but it's, it is similar to slavery. Um, yeah. Where you take, where you take, you just, they, you just take the other person's name because, because they were supposedly the, your, your master in a way, you know? Right. Yeah. No, it, it, yeah. And then, uh, you know, you also realize the whole child thing, you're in, a, you're in the workplace competing, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. Right. And you have children. Right. And how that's really real. I mean, how does that affect your climb up the ladder? Oh. You know, you have to be knocked out for a year or whatever. Right. Uh, you know, you kind of see all this stuff, particularly with somebody in your family. Right. You know. Yep. And particularly there's an expectation that, well, okay, now you're, married, now you're going to have children. Right. You say, well, wait a minute. You know, I want, I've got a career. I want. Right. You know, and a lot of the, a lot of the women... I grew up with who, of uh, who have been very successful, uh, career-wise, are not married and have no children, hmm. and I'm, I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. Particularly, you don't want it to be a liability. You know, right. marriage is supposed to be an enhancement, and not just for the guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody who's helping guide you. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's a lot to think about, you know. Um, well, that's what we do on Bill Road No Sports. You know? Yeah. Any, you never know what we're going to make you think about. I know. So all, all you fathers have daughters, think about that. You know? Right. <laughs> you, know? you know, I mean, this whole thing about women's rights is real. Very real. And it becomes real as your daughters get older and are in the workplace or looking for a mate and everything from who gets whose last name, to, you know, uh, what happens when they have children? How do you kind of compensate for, you know, uh, it's like a pit stop in a way, like in a race, like a pit stop. And yeah. everyone else is like, zoom, you know, all right, you got it. 
You know, I never knew how to do how I did that and embrace it. When you took a pit stop, how do they? How yeah. do you go back and and make up for lost time? I'm not sure. You know, obviously, I'm not a big racing fan, um, but that is I, I, I've always wondered about that also. But I assume every does every car have to make a pit stop? So if everybody has to do it, yeah, I don't. I'm not imagine. sure. I'm not sure. I don't know unless you have like. We got to get Brad Doherty on. Well, maybe we should get Matt Doherty on. Get Doherty on. Doherty to help us explain. We should we should reach out to him, try to get him on the show. Yeah, because they, you know they do it a lot with uh, a lot more with trying to diversify that game as well. Yeah, um, the racing game, and I'm, and I think he's pretty pretty you know entrenched into that he aspect is. of it. Also, he's a, he's a big advocate. Right. He's a big advocate. So yeah, we should get him on the show. Fun to talk about. So. Uh, so wait, so you missed, so you missed, so you missed, so you, missed, uh, so you, you were having so much fun, you missed, uh, you forgot about NFL Sunday. NFL Sunday. So did you yeah. see it? Did you see any of the action? Or, or, I may have or, snuck in at the end of the run, I may have snuck in a couple of highlights just to see okay. who did what. Because, you know, we do our annual, um, well, we're going to do our weekly black quarterback roundup. Right. So I was trying to, curious to find out who did what. Uh, uh, just generally, I mean, we tend not to discuss like sports specifically because you can get that from a trillion right. different channels. But two weeks into the NFL season, uh, are you surprised by anything? This this will be our general NFL discussion. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little surprised by uh, Carolina's success. They're three and zero. They won last night. Uh, took care of the Texans, but they did lose their best player in McCaffrey. Uh, so we'll see. He's kind of getting to the injury prone status, right? Yeah. But, but uh, uh, you know, what running back is it? Right. You know, I mean, that's got to be the hardest job in sports, period. I, mean, I agree. If you're a running back for two years in the NFL, you've, you've been through it. Right. Like, two, I mean, it's just watch. When you watch the games and see what these running backs go through, it's just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's nuts to be a running back. I never, I never got, I forgot I was talking to somebody. Because I never got the running back position. You know, you other position, you kind of get it. You know, even when you play touch football, sometimes you rush the passer or you play coverage. But be just being a running back, taking the ball and then just running right into this broad, <laughs> quick ball. And you know, it's like, as a man, what kind of mentality is that? Well, uh, you know, I, you, I mean, you think as a running back, I played a little running back in high school. And you know, you're trying, you're, you're trying to find, find the hole. It's, it's like, it is a glamor position. You get the ball. Um, you know, you can make some moves, make people miss. At least that's, that's the, that's what you go in thinking. Right. And then you're right. It's a lot harder because, you know, you're going to, you take hits. Um, you know, you you'd be fourth and one. It's you who got to drive into that line and <laughs> right. dive into the mud. If it's, you know, it's a, but in the NFL where athletes, you know, keep getting stronger and faster. And to see the running back position has just become like a, you know, you're just a, you're like a crash test dummy. Right. Like uh, the kid from uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah. From, from, uh, from, from uh, Memphis, not Memphis, but uh, Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee Titans. I mean, you know, this guy is unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah. He, he happens to be bigger than everybody. Yeah. And I still, he was like that in high school. Right, but but he's still taking a beating. Like I like I I would really honestly just want to talk to a running back 
and and just really get their honest opinion on what it's like <laughs> to play that position. You know, I mean, I just don't know any any other position in sports that takes such a, a beating and it's such a such wear and tear. I know. I know. Okay. I, I mean, if you get an NFL back who's like a five year vet. I mean, that, that's a career. That's and, you know, you used to say, oh, five years. It means five year career means you, you weren't good. Right. Oh, as a right back, you, you could have been great and had a five year career. I, someone I was listening to serious uh, NFL radio yesterday and someone had a funny stat. They're talking about Tom Brady and they're talking about all the all of the retired players who are younger than Tom Brady. Hmm. You know who's younger than Tom Brady? Who? Edgerin James. Oh, wow. Edgerin James is younger than Tom Brady and he hasn't played in the NFL since I want to say 2012. Right. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You're right. He's been he's re retired nine years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a running back. Right. Yeah. And he's a he's went into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Which was good for him. But yeah. Right. So that's one position I would never play. Right. You know. They so, tried to get me to do that when I got to Morgan. Because uh, they just had three hours of cloud of dust. And they, they ran like a, a sing, like a, a wing back. They had a wing back. And on passing downs, the wing back would then split out. Right. And I was a freshman. When I got to Morgan, I was a receiver. So I guess they were trying to figure out, man, if he could run the ball, he could just keep him in the game. And they had me, like, for, I remember, like, two series of downs. Yeah, they practice, <laughs> see if I could. And they just looked at it, no way. It's just, it's impossible. <laughs> I said, thank you very much. You know, just go, we'll call you and I'll pass you down. And, of course, the next year I switched the defensive back. Right. Because the running back thing, I just didn't get. I remember taking the handoff a couple of times. I'm like, "What? <laughs> I'm running full speed, and you got these big gruesome guys, you know? And then, heaven forbid, one of your linemen miss a block. Oh man! And you just get tattooed. <laughs> oh man! But you know, like you said, it's a glamour position, right? Because you have uh, the ball. You have yeah, the ball. So, good so, to them. So yeah. So I mean, you know, getting back to surprises. The Panthers are surprised. Uh, you got Darnold, who's having a pretty good season uh, so far. He's showing what a disaster the Jets were as a as an organization, as a and as a coaching staff when he was there. He's making them look bad. And then you got another. The other big surprise to me is uh, the, the Raiders, who are two and zero. Um, and I didn't expect that. You got John Gruden is still there, um, but they've beaten the Ravens and they've beaten the Steelers. They were they were you know, favored to lose in both of those games. So you got to say the Raiders, the Raiders are a big surprise. Yeah, it's hard. Gruden is a hard guy to pull for, I got to say, you know. Mm. Uh, but yeah, 2-0, oh, you know, you know, we've seen these starts before. Right. People get off to like 4-5, and, oh, and then they end the season like 11-5. and and or Right. Or uh, like 8-8 eight and eight or whatever. Eight and eight, and remember, remember, like, remember, remember, this season, and I keep forgetting, this season is a 17-game season. So right. now all the records we were used to, you know, no more eight and eights. Now it's eight and nine. Or I know. Whatever, nine and eight will be, and, uh, you know. So. I know. What a grind. Too. They still have 15 more of these to go, oh, you know, which, is, which is a lot. Yeah. Good, good luck to the running backs. Yeah. Yeah. Forget it. I guess if you're a running back, you should really, versatility should be, you know, you could, you could play in the slot. Right. You could catch passes. You could just do more than just run in the line and get destroyed. Right. Yeah. You should you should want a running back by committee nowadays. Right. I mean, now teams seem to want that now. 
But if I'm a, if I'm a player, I want that. Yeah, I want running back by committee too. Right. Then, then they'll screw you. Come contract negotiations. Well, you know. That's true. You know, we have running back by committee, so you know we got to split this up three ways. So, uh, yeah. But any so so you so Carolina's surprise. I can't see that lasting. But I I, I do like. I'm glad for Donald. Right. You know, I am happy for Donald because he did get a bad a bad shake uh, in New York. Uh, uh, Arizona look like you said. Arizona's looking strong. Yeah, Arizona's strong. I'm happy for it. We'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk about our black quarterback run up. Uh, Raiders, you know, two and zero, but two and zero is a lot different than four and zero. Yeah, I mean, two. By I mean, the time I guess I don't know what's by by what mark do you start to take it seriously? I think you know, I would say four or five. You know, four or five games is the beginning right. where you could take it seriously. That's the the big key is nothing at this point. Everything is an overreaction. Nothing means anything. It's two games in. Any anything can happen, right? You know, so it doesn't. It, you know, like you got Den Denver is two and zero and probably about to be three and zero because they play they play the Jets. They play the Jets, um, but they haven't played anybody good. They you know they they beat the Giants and they beat the I think the Jaguars. So what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. And the Jaguars, of course, zero and two. Right. Speaking of guys, hard to cheer for. Uh, right, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Yeah. yeah, that that I think means something. The zero and two I think is is representative of, of what they are. You know how this guy will react if he's like zero and six. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, he, you know, he's going to get a pass this year anyway because because you know he's he's rebuilding. Right. Rookie quarterback. Remember, rookie quarter, uh, remember back in the day, rookie quarterbacks used to routinely go one and fifteen or whatever, two and fourteen. Right. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, and uh, and then uh, 49ers. Yeah. You know, they're, they're 2 0. Uh, we'll wait to see your guy, Trey Lance. Uh, you know, Garoppolo is, uh, you know, keeping him on the bench. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's a good game manager. They have a good defense, they have solid players around him. Uh, so he can kind of just play the role. And I think, you know, Trey Lance is probably going to be, he's going to be, he's going to go the Mahomes route. Like he probably won't see much time this year as long as, unless Garoppolo gets hurt. Which uh, he may. Which he may. he always has. Right. And yeah, which anybody may in this league. Um, so, you know, I mean, he, I, I don't think he'll play unless he's pressed into action. Um, but, you know, he had, he got in the game in game one and threw a touchdown pass. You know, they put him in, in the red zone around the five yard line, threw a touchdown pass. Uh, and, and, Game two, he didn't get he didn't get that opportunity against the Eagles, uh, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that segues over to our black quarterback. We should have we should have music. <laughs> yeah, some music to announce our segment. Right. Our, our, you know, we'll come uh, up with some. Yeah, black a black quarterback roundup for the week. Right. You know, you uh, have some numbers we have, and then of course Justin Fields in Chicago should have my brother on. Yes. We gotta get your brother back on. Yeah, just let's see. Let's see how he performs this week, and then you gotta get your brother. Yeah, we'll back. get Gerard on. Uh, so he, uh, so the Bears uh, play. Who the, who the Bears play? The Bears are at Cleveland this week. That's tough. That's a tough first matchup. Yeah, that's a tough first matchup. Cleveland, very good defense, uh, but you know, I mean, as a you know, from a team perspective, 
a lot of people would argue you'd rather have Fields out there against a tough defensive line. At least he can get away. Unlike unlike Dalton, I don't I don't you know as far as the team goes, a lot of people think Fields will give him a better chance to compete this week. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's still a first year player, right? You know, um, so you know, he came and- in he came in last week. Uh, in in relief of Dalton, who got hurt, hurt his hurt his knee, um, you know, running, trying to trying to uh, try to just, do adjust. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, try, that's, that's not try, your skill set. Try, right? Trying to imitate the black quarterback, and uh, he hurt his knee pretty fast. Justin Fields came in, and he was six for 13, 60 yards. He did throw a pick six um, at a crucial time that that let Cincinnati back in the game. Um, but, you know, he's a rookie, so people give him a pass on that. He, he did make some good throws. Uh, he's very confident. You know, he's, he's very, very confident when, when he's in the press conferences. You know, he's like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I'm ready for this opportunity. I know I'm going to make mistakes, but, you know, he, he, he's, he doesn't show any fear. So that's yeah, a good sign. That's a good sign. A good sign of young people. That's why they, that's why employers like young people. <laughs> no fear, run through the brick wall. Right. You know, all the stuff that you need to exploit. Uh, but, it, it's, but it's going to be a tough task for him. But, you know, the, there's no expectations for him this week to win. So any, if he gives you, if he comes up with a great performance, it's all, it's all gravy. Uh, everybody he can't knows play it. terribly. Though. Yeah. He, he, well, I mean, you, well, look at Zach Wilson for the Jets. He threw four interceptions against New, uh, New England. And, you know, he's, he's still, he's still around. That's the Jets. Uh, then next, uh, we got your boy, uh, uh, with the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Great Sunday night game. Yes. Great Sunday night game. Great performance. Oh, great performance. Great performance from Lamar. Uh, beats, he beats his rival Mahomes for the first time. Uh, he ran, I, I got to pull up these stats, but he, he led the team. In fact, he's the third, he's third in the NFL in rushing right now. Um, Lamar Jackson is. Yeah. So, I mean, and he ran, he, he threw for over 200 yards, ran for over 100 yards. Uh, he comes out with the win over Mahomes. He, he does a flip in the end zone. Hurts on the, himself. On the play and hurts his hip. I didn't know about that one. Even, hey, I guess, you know, it's all about having fun out there. But uh, to I guess, yeah, yeah, hopefully that doesn't screw him up. Right. You know. Uh, but yeah, great performance. Uh, yeah, and we and we had talked earlier that he needed to step up, you know, both on and off off the field. Um, I mean that you know that was that was a step up performance, even though uh, Kansas City fumbled, looked like Mahomes was driving, and, and probably they go they get the go ahead score to win the game. But yeah. you know the the that defense was a makes a big fumble play. too. But you know that's all part of the game. Yeah, it's all part of the game. Yeah. All uh, part. Then we have well then the, the Chiefs Mahomes, uh, you know played well. Oh yeah, typical Mahomes, um, but he did throw. Uh, I think he threw an interception. Yeah, he threw. I mean, I mean, you can't. It's hard to complain about what he did offensively. He he was uh, twenty four for thirty one against the Ravens, three hundred forty three yards, three touchdowns. He did have that interception. Quarterback rating of one thirty one point five. I mean, uh, what was what was Jackson's quarterback rating? Seventy eight point nine. 
But that doesn't account for Lamar Jackson's 107 yards on the ground and two TDs. So you yeah. got to, you know, you got to balance that out. Yeah. It's just his pure passer rating. I mean, he didn't have a bad game. He was 18 to 26, 239 yards, a TD and two interceptions. Remember, he started the game off throwing a pick six. Pick six. Exciting news. Our pod is partnering with PlayActionPools.com this season to bring some interactive fun to the sport we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our PlayActionPools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest Believe Football Pick'em at PlayActionPools.com and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to PlayActionPools.com and sign up for the contest Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contests, go to PlayActionPools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. PlayActionPools.com, your new home for all your for all your office sports pools. Uh, then, of course, we have your guy, James Winston. Mm. Mm. Week one, he looked unreal. And mm. week two, he looked unreal. <laughs> um, so I guess week three, right. you got to figure out. Because everybody's really happy for James week one. Right. You know, really, you know, the comeback story. Right. And week two, though, man. Right, so let's let's recap this, James, because I mean we're gonna we got to see who the real James is, right? right? So the first week, we know we know the story against Green Bay, fourteen for 20, 148 yards, not a big yard game, but five touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, a pat a passer rating of one thirty point eight, and then he comes back. So we're you know everybody's high on him, you know I'm I'm celebrating him. I'm like oh the new the new Jameis. You know, I'm so happy for him. So then he comes back week two, and he has a 26.9 quarterback rating. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no touchdowns, two interceptions. He threw for 111 yards. So, I mean, I mean, you can't have different extremes. Wow. So now we'll see. So who, who, so they're playing uh, – The Patriots. Who? The Patriots. Oh, boy. That, that could be <laughs> Yeah, what's your, what's your prediction, Bill? Well, I'll go with the Saints just because I want you know Jameis Winston to do well. No, but I mean, what do you what do you think will happen? Well, and, and I'm talking about in terms of Winston, his performance. Yeah. Um, you know, you know their secondary is is going to be tough, right? You know, um, so I don't know. Like I never said what I, what I what I want to happen is him do well, right? You know, uh, you know. I'm he just can't have another disastrous. He can't have another game with a 26. If it's like this, they're going to be calling for the other guy. Right, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with Taysom Hill? <laughs> you know? So, yeah, so Jameis, big, huge game for, for Jameis. Big game. Every game is a big game for Jameis. That is true. He's, he's, this, especially this whole season is big for Jameis. Every, every single game. We, uh, then, of course, at the other spectrum, we have uh, Arizona. Right. You know, you know, Jamal, what you're going to have to do every week is have black quarterback passing leaders. Right. You know, you're going to have to rank them. Okay. So at the end of the year, we'll say who was a black champion. 
right, right. And the black champion could yeah. well could turn out to be the the overall champion, just could like Holmes was a couple of years ago. It could be. Now we've got uh, you got Kyler Murray. Uh, I know, I know, I know. You saw those highlights. I did. I did see his highlights. I snuck in those highlights. <laughs> so he looked, he looked tremendous, man. Right. I mean, he, you know, he has like, you know, close, not, he's not quite Lamar Jackson running, but he's close. I mean, he's, he's close. He's a little, he's, he's close. He's, Plus he could, he's probably, he's a better passer. A better passer. Yeah. yeah. He's a better natural, natural passer. Um, and he has, a, but he also has better, much better weapons too. He has uh, Hopkins out there. Um, AJ yeah, Green. AJ Green. They got the kid Kirk. They got a, yeah. they got a, a rookie, I think, uh, Rondale. I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on his last name, but, they have a lot of weapons, and he. I mean, but regardless of the weapons, I mean, you just you like you can just tell what he's doing out there is is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, get escaping the rush, everything's exciting. He has his arm from he can throw from different angles. Uh, he can he can be going to his left, go back to his right. You know, fifty yards in the air type of stuff. Uh, he looks. I mean, he looks great. And Arizona was the one team in that league who was who was kind of slept on. It was it was supposed to be. You know, you know the uh, NFC West with the Rams and the Seahawks, and then San Francisco, and everybody was like, "It's between those three teams," and nobody was talking about Arizona. Now, two weeks into the season, and like you, you just said, it's only two weeks, but now all the talking heads are like, "You know, Arizona's right there." You know, they're yeah. right. You know, it's a they. You know, they could be the best team in the NFC. Yeah. I saw somebody say that the other day. So, um, and that's that's all on Kyler. Yeah, Chandler Jones uh, right. uh, is having so far two games like a great season. Right. You know that that would help to have a great defense like that will help Kyler Murray tremendously. So yeah, yeah Kyler Murray is. Uh, right, I'd like to see statistically how he rank them. Then of course you have Denver with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Um, right. Just what the doctor ordered for Denver. They said they started because they figured they looked at the schedule. <laughs> shit, we could be three and zero, right? Before we put the uh, guy lock in the game. So, but Teddy Bridgewater is playing really, really, really good. Yeah, no, Bridgewater. I mean, and you and you, you mentioned Tyra Taylor. They're they're a lot alike. Um, neither one of them is that is that classic, you know, quote unquote black quarterback who's running, you know, running and, and gaining yards right. in the rushing game. He's doing. He's like he's he's playing like the classic. Uh, white quarterback role, like in the pocket, um, you know, making all the great decisions. And, uh, you know, so far they've beaten the Giants and the Jaguars, so they haven't – and they get the Jets this week. So it's not like he played the best competition. But he had a great – he had a great game in the first week. And then last week, again, I mean, you can't ask for more, 26 to 34, 328 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, quarterback rating of, 20, of 125.6. Hmm. So I mean that's I mean you can't ask for any more than that. I would expect him to to carry that on, you know, against the Jets. And we know I mean, and we know, like I said, same with Tom. These are solid, solid quarterbacks. Yeah. So he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's taking advantage of the lesser competition and putting up big numbers. And if he when he plays good competition, if he can have a solid game, that's all you could that's all you're really asking for. Who's their next big test? Uh it's clearly not the Jets. No, it's not the Jets. Their next big test. Hmm. Well, well, they're going to have the Ravens after the Jets. That's a big test. I mean, it gets harder for them, right? Right after the Jets, they got the Ra- they got the Ravens, 
then they're at the Steelers, then they're they got the Raiders, they got the Browns, Washington. I mean, after after the Jets, it's all hard. Right, right. It's all uphill. So that's when he'll. That's when Bridgewater could really, you know, solidify himself and 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 show people that this is not a fluke. Yeah. And then we've got Seattle. Russell Wilson playing well. Yeah. A little surprised they lost that game Sunday. Uh, yeah, that was a weird game. Yeah, that was. They started I mean, off like killing them. Yeah, they were killing them. And then Tennessee. You know, Tennessee's a good team. Tennessee last year. Uh, they beat Baltimore in the playoffs. They, they had that playoff run, lost to Kansas City. They got, you know, they, they basically have the same team. They added Julio Jones. So they have a lot of expectations themselves, and they were 0-1. So they were kind of desperate. You know those games where the 1-0 good team and the 0-1 team doesn't want to be 0-2. So they're, right. they're, they're desperate. So I'm not surprised they, they played them tough. Uh, somehow they were able to squeak out that victory. But, Russ, you know, Russell Wilson – is is Russell Wilson? I mean, he he's he's like the elder statesman of this of this black quarterback group. Yeah, we know where we're gonna get every week, which is you know very good play. And he's been he. I feel like the last few season he, seasons he he's been very good in the first half of the season, and and he's tailed it's off safe. in the end, or the team has tailed off. I don't know which who you want to blame. Yeah, how much is that? Is him getting beaten up? Right. You know, as he complained about during the offseason. Right, but you know the last, the first two weeks he's been great. He's had uh, quarterback ratings in the in the you know high one twenties or one thirties, so he's doing what he's supposed to do. Good, yeah. Uh, and who do they play this week? They're at the Vikings. Okay. So I mean, Vikings are on two. They're desperate, but they're not well coached, and I, I could see uh, Seattle you know bouncing back. Yeah. And then we move to uh, uh, the Eagles. Uh, and the Cowboys. And, and the Cowboys, two. You get a two. twofer. It's the, you know? it's the battle. It's week three's battle of the black quarterback. Battle of the brothers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who you got, Bill? Who you got? Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott. Uh, I, I'll take Dallas, but mm-hmm. I, I really like the Jalen Hurts story. Yes. You know, I think they don't talk about his story enough. Here's a guy at Alabama who was like, you know, great. He's a freshman, then gets benched. At halftime, Matua leaves, you know, plays it out, you know, leaves, goes to Oklahoma, has a great career there, and now is starting for an NFL team. But that's a great story of resilience. Oh, yeah. I've always, I've always admired that. I don't know him, but I've always admired that. His college career, I mean, he showed great character, right? I mean, he was, he was benched uh, for two or two wins, but he still – you know, he, he didn't he complain. Didn't yeah, he didn't say anything. He didn't complain. Still played well the next year. Um, then he transfers to Oklahoma, becomes a leader over there. Uh, you know, puts up huge numbers. Then he's then he's a you know gets drafted by the Eagles. Uh, has a you know Wentz has his normal issues and and Hertz comes in and does a solid job. Then over the off season and in the preseason, the buzz was that Jalen Hurts had the complete respect of his team. That he was. You know, he knew the playbook. He, you know, he knew the playbook back and forth. Um, like you know, Matt Jones. Yeah, like, like, Matt, <laughs> like Matt Jones. You know, and uh, so he was that type of guy. And then he comes in the first week, and he has a monster week. He kills Atlanta. Uh, another guy, he had a 126 quarterback rating, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 27 to 35, 264 yards against uh, Atlanta. But then he played a tougher defense 
uh, in San Francisco last week and they brought them back down to earth. They lost 17-11 and they kind of they kind of were able to hold Hertz in check. He was 12 to 23, 190 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 80 and 80 uh, passer rating, which is not a terrible game. Um, you know, solid, but you know, he couldn't get it done. So he's, you know, what is, what is he? It's, it's just two games into the season. I I'm pretty confident. He's at least a very solid, uh, starting quarterback. That's yeah. That's what I see so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, this game against Dallas will be very important. You know, can he, you know, can he win more games than he loses? Right. You know, and can he stay healthy? Right. You know, uh, and he's at it's like, at it's at Dallas against a against a good team. Yeah, that'll be tough. Um, yeah, Dak, Dak has been good too, though. Yeah, Dak I mean, has Dak, been excellent. Dak Dak's, uh, Dak similar, right? He 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 uh, coming off the injury had a great week one, you know, you know, big time numbers, and then he was you know he was steady last week against the Chargers. They didn't put up much points. He did, I don't think he threw for a touchdown, uh, but he was able to guide them. Uh, to, you know, to that last second field goal, even though there was clock mismanagement on on uh, on the coach's part. Yeah, so you know that I, I, you know each season, I've I've been surprised how much I've gotten into the uh, uh, NFL season. Do you feel any guilt about being a big NFL fan? About you know, uh, or being you know, like most fans, you know, it's just part of the game. Injuries, the the, the head stuff. Yeah. Uh, I feel I only feel it when when people ask, when when people ask me, especially about the the injury stuff. I know I I know I I should like if you ask me about it, I'm like wow yeah you're right I should. Oh, it's terrible. This, oh, is, oh. this is terrible. I mean what, what am I watching? I felt more guilt in terms of the other stuff like the Kaepernick stuff um, right. over the past couple of years. Like extreme guilt. Like you know didn't even really want to watch, but it was you know, I, I would come up with excuses why I watched this year. It's kind of it's kind of waned off, you know that that cap, all that Kaepernick stuff. He's still not playing, by the way. And if he if he had yeah. if he'd have never done anything, I'm sure he'd still be in the league. He'd never if he would have never taken a knee or anything like that, he'd be somewhere, either backup or play or starting somewhere right now. Yeah. So but what about the defensive back? He's not playing either. Yeah, he's not playing. Eric Reed, he's out. Eric he's out Reed, of the he's out of the league. He's not out of the league, and it's you know. So I mean, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, not so. I mean, now that you mention it, now you you have me feeling guilty. Yeah, yeah. But you're gonna watch this weekend. Uh, yes, I watch this weekend. Yeah, yeah. Most people will. <laughs> Most people will. Yeah. So to wrap up. So uh, that's our NFL black quarterback, our weekly black quarterback roundup. Uh, we didn't. We didn't. We're not organized. We need to come in uh, next week with the leaders. Right. You know who had. You know how are they ranked? We have to. We have to rank. Do you want to do you want to do week by so week by week rank or like a week. like a power ranking? Like a power rank of black quarterbacks. Yes, yes. How, okay. You know, how, you know how they're doing. It's like the black national championship. Yes. You know? Yes. So we'll have our own black quarterback power ranking and see okay. where we are at the end of the year. We, right. have, we could ask our many listeners who they think will will be the top. Just off the top of the head, I'm just saying who who you have number one. Let's let's talk about that. Just who you, you have Bridgewater, right? What about what about Kyler Murray? Uh, we'd have to compare the stats so far. I think Kyler Murray has better better more gaudy stats, but Bridgewater's been 
been steady, 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 consistent, and but Bridgewater's played lesser competition. Yeah, and then you got you know Dak. Dak is in the mix. Lamar Jackson would be in the mix. Yeah. See, this is gonna be our way of like giving you know they'll no matter who. Oh, you know, you know who I forgot? We forgot Mahomes. He's probably still number one. Oh, Mahomes, right. <laughs> Mahomes, right, right, right. He's a default number one. Right. Well, can somebody dethrone him? Right. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, week week three is big, you know, because we know nothing after two weeks. Week three is where you start to you start to filter out who who's actually you know good, who isn't team wise and and quarterback wise. Yeah. So this is a big week. Yeah. All right. So before we sign off, uh, we have the NBA, right? Uh, the NBA season training camp. Yeah, starting soon. And of course, your boy Kyrie Irving is at the once again uh, in the center of controversy. Right. So Kyrie, it was reported yesterday that that he is not vaccinated. Not that's not really a surprise to most people. Uh, you could see him taking that stance for whatever reason. Um, but the problem is, I mean, it's you know, there's many problems. But the basketball Brooklyn Nets problem is that. New York and San Francisco, uh, New York City and San Francisco are two places where they're mandating that uh, the home team be fully vaccinated in order to play uh, in their arenas. So if 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 Kyrie or whoever, if if, play, if a player is not vaccinated, uh, they would theoretically have to miss all the home games, and they'd only be allowed to play on the road. Can't, I, I can't ever see that. That's not, it doesn't even seem fathom, So, what fathom. does that mean? That means you can't, as long as you're not vaccinated, you can't play home games. Right. They're allowing visiting teams could have a, could have a non vax player play, but, but it's a, it's a home team regulation. So, mm-hmm. and, the, and then Golden State is dealing with it with uh, Andrew Wiggins, who, publicly said he, he didn't want to, he didn't see himself getting the vaccine anytime soon. Uh, so both teams have to figure out what they would do. Uh, the, the Nets GM, Sean Marks, he was asked about it uh, earlier this week and he kind of downplayed it. He acknowledged that there are probably a couple players on his team who if, if camp started now would not be allowed to be in the facility, but he thinks by the time camp starts and definitely by the time the season starts, that won't be an issue. So he, so I guess he thinks that Kyrie is going to, He's he's pretty sure Kyrie's going to get vaccinated. Is that what that means? I don't know. Maybe he'll just play on the road. <laughs> is yeah. it, I mean, so that that would go for playoffs. So he's going to playoff time. He's just going to play on the road. Also, he just like, play on what, the road. what's what's going on? Yeah, Kyrie. So that's kind of the NBA. Uh, the uh, NBA will have a new uh, NBA Players Association will have a new executive director. Michelle Roberts is going to be leaving, as promised. As not not not, but she says she's leaving. And she will be replaced. The other woman that she'll be replaced by another uh, African American woman, which is encouraging. Tamika Tremaglio. Yeah. So, um, Tamika Tremaglio. I hope I hope that that we pronounce her name correctly. Right. If not, we will make it yep. up to her, and we'll have her on the show. We've had uh, yes the show. We have Michelle Roberts on the show, so we'd like to get uh, her on the show too. So that was that was a great bit of news for the NBA. Uh, and, and Michelle, you know, you got what do you what do you think about the job she did? I thought she did a, a pretty good job while she was yeah, there. Yeah, I, I thought she did an excellent job. She took over, kind of settled things down. 
Right. Uh, the players have continued to. Uh, there's been a very smooth relationship between the NBA and the uh, and the NBA, you know, the owners. Right. Because I guess they just everybody's making money. Right. And I think she brought she brought like a, a level of professionalism. All right. To to the to the post, which which helped negotiations. You know, she got she got along with uh, Silver. Yeah. Um, you know, they they were able to work together. Everything was like logical and 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 worked the way it had had to go. So, I, you know, I think she brought that, you know, follow, what's, what's the guy's name she followed again? Who, who oh, Billy Hunter. Billy Hunter. Yeah. Was, his time was a little more, uh, you know. Much more combustible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think his case, he still got a case against the NFLPA. I remember when, when I, we had. I, I mean, NBAPA. Yeah, we had, when we had Michelle, this is way back, this is like years ago when she first took over, we had Michelle Roberts on the show and she was, she came in very critical yeah. of, of Billy Hunter and, yeah. and what, what his, you know, what his tenure was doing. Yeah. So, yeah. So congratulations to the NBA Players Association. You know, maybe one day, I think next week we'll have to talk a little baseball too. We have the baseball playoffs. Yes. Heating up, even though they've only still got, uh, uh, I, we, I was talking to Ken Shropshire yesterday. Yes. And he's doing a 25 year, retrospective of his book. He wrote a book about race and sports uh, 25 years ago. And the numbers were three black managers back 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. I think there's like like two now. And we know there, we know there are less black players now uh, in, in Major League Baseball. Definitely, um, you know, the game has changed. Uh, you know, the stolen base is completely out of the game. A lot, a lot less athleticism, and also a lot less. Uh, I, you know, the I, I don't, I don't think it, it just the the media and coverage it used to get. No, as a whole. So, yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's I, grandfathered in. Yeah, so with the no stolen bases. <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that's basically not part of the game anymore. Stolen base. I mean, if you look at the stolen base leaders now, it's a the leader probably has about twenty stolen bases. Wow. You know what I'm saying? It's basically been taken out of the game. People will say that's analytics, but I also think that's about the players on the field too. Right. We want to keep it right. A so, way. so it's not the same game. I, you know, I'm still a baseball fan. I'm still a Mets fan. They they let me down, of course, again this year. Uh, but you I'm, know, I was, I'm probably they dropped back. They were they were um, they were there. They were you right know, they, there. I think they you know they shot they shot their load uh, trying to get back into it, and then. They had a couple of tough losses and then they collapsed again. So they're, I mean, they're completely out of it now. <laughs> they're completely out of it now. The, the Yankees still have a chance. I think the Yankees are right there for that for that second uh, that wild, wild card, card spot in the in the American League. Um, you know, I have a I have a friend of mine who has a a big time son. His son is big time left handed pitcher. Uh, you know, he's he's getting recruited by you know all these big time schools uh, for baseball. And he was telling me he feels that um, black baseball is going through like a resurrection period at that age. Um, he said there's even a uh, and there's a there's a uh, black all star game for high, a black high school all star game in Miami this weekend, mm. uh, which includes uh, you remember um, Andrew Jones from yeah. from uh, Atlanta. Brave, his, right? his son is supposed to be some phenom coming up in high school, mm. and he said there's a lot of young black talent in the high school ranks right now. So he thinks that, that 
you know, that, you know, things are going to change again in the next few years. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great because it's a great sport to play. I mean, you could, you know, play that sport forever. And yeah. as we mentioned, not getting chewed up. Yeah, no, you're not, no running back. No running back <laughs> position, right? The catcher would probably be about the closest. Yeah, the catcher's the closest. Catcher's no, tough. No catcher might be the second. Catcher might be the second toughest position after running back. Yeah, I, I, that, that's just that's an unthankful position. Yeah, no, no. You get foul balls and everything. You get hit and then squatting no, for three no, hours. No, couldn't couldn't be me. No, sorry. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen. Um, this is a good roundup. We got a. Uh, everybody should stay tuned for next week for our black quarterback. Ranking headed toward our black quarterback championship. Yes. And uh, it's a crowded field. Not crowded, but competitive field. Yes, a con- competitive Justin field. Yes. So we'll <laughs> see. And then, depending on how he does, we'll have my brother on from Germany. Yes. To talk Justin field. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, hope you guys have a great week up there and uh, enjoy your weekend in Brooklyn. And, uh, you know, your son's involved in any sports now? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like PE class for me. You know, you got to, you don't have a choice. But, he, but he's, playing, he's playing baseball. He likes baseball a lot. Seven, he's, he's seven years old. Um, he's playing basketball and he's playing flag football. Oh, okay. So, you know, flag, no tackle yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. That'll, that'll be the big challenge yeah. when he comes to say, I want to play tackle football. Yeah, uh, it would be a challenge, especially from uh, his mother. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. She did. No, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> Even though he's like the biggest kid right now, so he, he I think he'd be okay. But Yeah, he's like <laughs> Derrick Henry of his age group. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Just punishing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, no, and no taunting. And no taunting. Yeah, yeah, no taunting. We'll, we'll, do, we'll, we'll take up the taunting rule. Yeah, we got to talk about that next week. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, listen, have a great weekend. All of our billions of listeners, many listeners, uh, keep listening. What do you do? Keep subscribing, Jamal. Yeah, keep keep subscribing, uh, especially on social media, at BrosPod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, of course. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, we're there. And of course, this episode was brought to you by Bet Online. So get out there and spend some money and make some bets on these football games on Sunday. Bet Online. All right, everybody, continue to stay safe. The uh, pandemic is still real. Yes. And uh, God bless. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.